Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shall we play a game? Did you guys have pancakes for breakfast this morning? Julia did. She watched ESPN. I watched ESPN. They had they have a pancake talk show. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Well. It's the I don't know. Thing. My website tells me it's a National Pancake Day. I guess there's another one right before Lent. I think but... there's three pancake days days well, this year. I can't wait for the other two. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll still have some questions left. All right. I've lined up a handful of uh, movies and TV shows that uh, pancakes were involved in. Oh. And now I'm going to quiz you on that. All right. Okay. We'll start with this one. On what Comedy Central television show? Did Charlie Murphy recount his tale of Prince Two and a half men. serving his crew pancakes oh. after beating them in basketball? Yeah, um, Charlie. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No, 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 no. Arsenio Hall show. It was a sketch comedy oh, the, show. the man okay. show. Um, no, it was... Um, somebody who was just in town. Dave Chappelle. Correct. Yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. All right, he beat you in basketball, and then what happened? After it was all over... He took us in the house to serve his pancakes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Did you sure. go to that show? Right I did not. No. Yeah. I read the review. It sounded like it was a okay. good show. He's fine. Yeah. I saw him years ago at First Avenue. He's yeah. funny. That took oh. us a lot of guesses. I oh, was, my gosh. I was really reaming the Comedy Central mind there. I yeah. watched a lot of Comedy Central, apparently, back in the day. Well, the good news is I think that's our final television question. The rest okay. are all movies. Okay, because I I just sat here like a lump on a log, <laughs> like butter. I mean, have you Who ever watched the a butter on funny... a not hot pancake? What? I mean, so Charlie Murphy was Eddie Murphy's brother. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched that skit where he basically talks about how he went the Eddie and his brother went to Paisley with their crew? Prince played him in basketball. Mm-hmm. He wore high heels and beat the pants off of him, and then yeah. served him. Pancakes. And he was a comedian too. Yeah, he did some acting, and I think he recently passed. Yeah, he did. Eddie Murphy's brother? Uh, Yeah, Charlie. 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 Mm -hmm. No idea. We talked about it. We did. It's all right. You did. You should watch it. (laughs) You (laughs) did. I pretended to listen. (laughs) All right. We are celebrating pancake scenes in movies and TV. How about this? In what 1994 movie? Do Hitmen, played by John Travolta. Oh, Paul Tur- Perfection. Perfection, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Here is that scene. Want some bacon? I said, oh, no, man. It doesn't matter. Want some bacon? No, man. I think I said Paul Tarantino. No, I ain't Jewish. I just don't dig on swine. That's all. Yeah. Why not? Pigs are filthy animals. I don't eat filthy animals. There you go. Yeah. Okay, that I'm trying to find the pancake reference in Great it, but I diner scene because Travolta's eating. Correct. Yeah. See, Lori yeah. knows. Yeah. I Do you really like pancakes? 
I enjoy a pancake. Yeah. You? I love they, a pancake. They were on every on the breakfast menus. Everywhere. And, yeah. And yeah. my pancakes, though, because I like a good, thin, perfectly browned pancake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that I got served was like a flying saucer. It was it had a, two stories of pancakes yeah. in one pancake, which I thicker down. It south. was, but I didn't want it thick. I was like, Ugh, yeah. I like them thin. Yeah, well, you know, the silver dollar yeah. at Perkins. That's right. <laughs> yeah, When's the last time you waited in line to eat at Al's? In I love Al. I I should. Oh, that's I hurt my you, side. Yeah, what is? That's a, good, pulled, that's a great pancake. I pulled my abdominal wall, and now I can't play pickleball. Oh Uh-oh. no, Julia! But something hurts over here. Yeah, oh three no. Weeks. Oh, that's not good uh, because... It would hurt more in tennis because I'd have to throw up a ball with the All right, sun. we'll keep going, Rocco. Okay. okay. Um, pancake movies. Pancake movies. For 200, please. Uh, what 1985 character from a Tim Burton comedy wakes up to a Rube Goldberg-type um, breakfast um, machine? Um, Pee Wee Herman. It is Pee Wee Herman. Because I remember he gave... Tim Burton, his start. That's right. Here you go. Here's uh, Pee Wee Herman. Good morning, Pee Wee. Morning, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> Can I have some Mr. Cheese cereal? Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, pity the poor fool. Don't eat my cereal. <laughs> there you go. There's Pee Wee pouring oh, Mr. Pee-wee. Tea cereal on his pancakes. Yeah. All righty. What's the score now? It's two, it's two to, to one. one. Yeah. All right. How about this? In what 1988 movie would the title character tell his handsome brother that he likes pancakes on Tuesday? Rain Man. Oh, yeah. Yes. Rain Man. Very good, Julia. That was good. How'd you get that one? I don't know. I'm Because I'm focusing on my side of dom- oblique that's mm-hmm. in pain and how I'm going to drop out of the pickleball tournament. Oh, God. And no. leave Lori and, Lori and Grant. You yeah. guys can do it. Yeah. Do you remember what happens in that scene after they eat the pancakes with the waitress? Well, he eats them with a toothpick. Well, he's, yep. And he... Spills the toothpicks. Oh. And he quickly counts them. That's right. Here's a little bit. And that's what we realize. Here's this part. We hungry? Yeah. Tuesday we have pancakes. Pancakes. Well, yeah. That sounds good. We get some pancakes. Maple syrup. Hey, yeah, you bet your butt. Bet your butt. <laughs> you know, that was such a good movie. It was. That really, t- yeah, that was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was. All right. Now we're going to get a double shot of Coen Brothers pancake scenes. Oh, boy. Okay. And they both include Swedish actor Peter Stormare. In what 1996 Coen Brothers movie does Peter Stormare try to convince his criminal partner, Steve Buscemi? No country get, for old man. No, Fargo. Some, it is Fargo. Okay. Here's that scene. Where's Pancake's house? What? We stop at Pancakes House. What are you, nuts? We have pancakes for breakfast. Gotta go to a place where I can get a shot and a beer and steak, maybe. Not more of pancakes. Come on. There you go. Yeah, oh, God. Okay. Sammy, you know, he was a firefighter. I didn't know that. Before he was an actor. That's he was right. like a firefighter in his 30s, like late 20s, 30s. He was a late He's blooming still alive, actor. isn't he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nucky Johnson in Boardwalk Empire. Oh, God, remember how you loved that? That's a great show. Whatever happened to Paz? Paz de la Renta. Oh, that's right. She was a little nutty. She, she, she had, I, I think that she got uh, assaulted. I think a lot of bad things happened to her. We saw her in the bathroom at the Sega Awards, yeah. and she was messed up. And I think she had uh, dealings with Harvey Weinstein, so oh, who okay. knows? You know, she was probably assaulted. I mean, I just feel like... 
she was the victim of like a lot of the worst that Hollywood okay. has to offer. Okay. A beautiful I believe that. woman. Yeah. Young woman. All right. Well, those two actors we just heard from are also in a 1998 Coen Brothers movie. Raising Arizona. Where oh. a gang of nihilists featuring Amy Mann and Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers take a break from terrorizing Jeff Bridges' character to enjoy some Lingenberry oh, pancakes. Ling- the Big Lebowski. It is the Big yeah. Lebowski. Uh, the Lingenberry pancakes. You can buy So, yeah, yeah. Coen Brothers, uh, Peter Stormare, they that. love the pancakes. How are we doing on the score now? It is four to two, and jo- uh, Julia is solidly... Jolia in her hard pants yeah, is winning. Her, yeah, right, is you got, winning. You got a chance here, because I got three left. Okay, let's do it. In what film franchise would you find a Dutch character played by Mike Myers... Offering another Mike Myers character. Yes, Yes, a smoke and a pancake. Here it is. Would you like a smoke and a pancake? (laughs) A what? A smoke and a pancake. Pancake. A smoke and a pancake. Flapjack and a cigarette? Hmm? All right. Cigar and a waffle? No. Pipe and a crepe? No. Bong and a blintz? And then when like people that. were dressed as Austin Powers, you could just say a couple of those phrases and everybody, you know, it's was so just funny. like, that was a good costume. Yes. You know, just do, have a yes. couple lines, have your... Halloween is pancake. coming up. We got to start. Mm. Yeah. Well, Julia, so I much know you to already think have about. Yours. Yeah, so much to think about, but I'm pretty sure Casey and I are going to be Barbie and Ken. No. I, oh, ori- yeah. no one else will oh, be the there. original ones. <laughs> okay. From, who'll be the original? You'll be the original Barbie ones. Again. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, Julia, you've kind of iced it, but we got two questions left. Okay. Uh, these are all movies that have pancake scenes in them. In the 1989 movie Uncle Buck, the John title Candy. character, whatever you just said is the right answer. Yeah. John, John Candy. Candy. Yes. He creates a stack of dizzying giant yes. pancakes for his nephew's birthday. Here's that. So Happy great. birthday! And finally, I think this is the toughest one. I guess I didn't see this one, but maybe you did. In this 2009 film, Summer, played by Zoe Deschanel, breaks up with Tom, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, oh, during a pancake of 500, meal. 500 wishes. 500 days of summer. 500 days yep. of summer. Okay. 500 days of summer. Let's just eat and we'll talk about it later. This was, was a good, good movie. movie. This mm. was a good movie. That's good. I'm really glad we did this. I love these pancakes. Yeah, I was reading about it today. It does look kind of good. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was just a good, you know, simple movie, easy movie. Oh, 500 yeah. Days of Summer. Julia, well, you won, but five to four, it was close. Well, right. But you a know, win is a win. A win is a win. You're absolutely right. This is now makes my third week in a row of losing. Are you keeping track? <laughs> yeah, is well, just since I come back from Paris, I've noticed I've... Not been as sharp? I've not it been as sharp. It was too hot, your brain melted? Something. Something. <laughs> something happened. My God. Wow. But at least I got to buy two beautiful dresses, and I got to go to my okay, favorite on. park um, every day. Grant, yes. which is not your name. Yeah, okay, Rocco. Rocco. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome. Yeah. I'll see you uh, Friday for the jukebox. I'm going to go. Pancakes, on, that's about all I have left in my house to eat. I have see? no food. Yeah. <laughs> There's no water. food. Yeah. 
I love a Swedish pancake. My grandma always made a Swedish pancake on a long griddle, but she knew the thin, thin, thin yes, batter. Yes, I like that the thin her, batter. Her, that her grandmother gave her, and she was from Sweden, so it was, like, good. Yum. Yeah, really. I like that. I didn't even know pancakes came thick it's, until high school. They're not good. Well, Julia, it's an acquired taste to get that biscuity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cut a hole down the middle. You know, and then fill it with syrup, and then the pancake really gets soaked. How about panikuchen? Panikuchen, that was so good, right at 50. Right in the diner. Yeah, supposedly there's one left somewhere. There is. I feel like it's over in a... Maybe, like Brooklyn Park or something. Off of White Bear Lake. Yeah, panikuchen. The panikuchen. The panikuchen. I know. And they had all many kinds of things. They did. Thank you, Rocco. Thanks. All right. We will be back with the Dirt Alert. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Anti-Aging Skin Clinic. And I've got to be honest with you, I can't wait to make an appointment. Oh, um, You know, they have a new physician, Mary, there, who was a, um, a physician's assistant. She was trained by the one and only Sally Santos, who is one of the most sought-after aesthetic trainers in the country. And she specializes in various procedures, fillers, uh, you know, including neurotoxins. She has great satisfaction. She just wants to help you yes. improve how you look and how you feel. Nothing that's not going to work for you. It's what's going right, to work on not your skin. Everybody wants to or is a candidate for doing plastic surgery. Per no. se, but there's so many amazing things that you can do. And you had, Brit- and you had Brittany do your Botox. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we saw Dr. C forever and ever. And before that, Carillon, when it was affiliated with Minneapolis Plastic Surgery, they're the best. They are. MinneapolisSkin.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. It's Tuesday. And it's a dirty one at that. Okay. So we'll, let, we'll see about yeah, that. Yeah, you'd be the judge of that. Let's uh but let's talk about this and this this is the divorce, I hate to say it, that keeps on giving. Okay. Which one? <laughs> We're talking about Kim Zolciak and Croy Bierman. So um a month after Croy had filed for divorce for a second time, mm-hmm. Kim is pushing back. She, according to documents obtained by people, Kim has filed a motion this past Monday to dismiss Croy's divorce filing, citing recent sexual encounters as proof that he that they are still they should still be together. That the his claims that the marriage is irre- irre- yeah. irretrievably broken. broken. They're still banging. Yeah. They still live in the same house. There you go. Okay. She's saying that they most recently hooked well, up on September seventh, which was a couple weeks ago. They've had sexual relations on multiple oh occasions dear. since this filing, but. Yeah, Croy has his own words about this as well. Oh, no. <laughs> Croy says he has no desire to call off the divorce from Kim despite having sex a couple of weeks ago, claiming banging her doesn't mean he's changed his mind. Well, <gasps> oh, my word. I can't word. believe that These she would even two. bring it up. Well, because Publicly. you had... No, because it's public... It's- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's divorce fight. All this is public record. Yeah. And she is fighting the divorce. They owe money on the house that they're both living in. They're very, very far behind. Ann Tressler told us if one person wants to get divorced and the other one doesn't, the divorce still happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, last week. Remember? It'll still go through. But we don't know what the laws in Georgia, sweetie. That's true. Yeah, last week, (laughs) Croy Croy came out and was begging the judge to let him sell the house. Yeah, I am going to bet that Georgia is not a 50-50, it's not a a sensible state like Minnesota when it comes to getting divorced, that you have to show fault, show reason, and the other one can hold it up for no reason. We're too sensible for that here. That's not happening. Right. Yeah. But that's what's happening down there. And she's trying to show that by that the fact that they're still having sex, the marriage is not irretrievably broken. So now the Georgia judge is going to have to decide, is that a sign? No, it is not. Because people have, uh, what do you call this kind of sex again, you guys? Breakup sex, breakup sex, makeup sex, breakup sex, makeup sex. Yeah. You know, just I want to screw you because I'm so mad at you. I hate you, but I still kind of love you, and I'm going to miss this part of you. Whack, go away. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and you could have it multiple times. Mm-hmm. And according to him, they have, and he has said, told the judge that uh, he does not. This does not indicate any desire to reconcile. He remains steadfast on his desire to divorce her. And quote, I'll tell unquote. you what my theory is on that. I bet she's open all kinds of credit cards and oh, has oh so she just doesn't up. stop she sounds like she's and got a he doesn't trust her and she probably has her reason it's it's a marriage that must end mm-hmm. you know it sounds irretrievably broken to me the fact that they can't even agree on this you know yeah, that's it's that's a, pretty dirty. Pretty dirty. Now, speaking of another divorce, more recent one, which we just spoke about, Ariana Grande and Dalton Gomez. Now, Ariana was on a date, her most most recently at Disneyland, like we just talked she, about. She took her cheating ass to yeah. Disneyland with SpongeBob's side piece, and now they're probably coming for her. Yeah, people are coming after her via social media. She uh, claims that her and Dalton Gomez. You know, in February, they were done, that they were done in February, that yeah. there was no love. The love was lost. But all over social media, the, the insiders have found the all kinds of posts in the pictures of her since as recently as May gushing yeah. over her love for yeah, Dalton yeah, Gomez. Yeah. We know that the timeline for these two don't make sense. Right. They lied about yep. it from the beginning. Yes. We don't need any Easter eggs about it. This is why Ariana was so dumb not to listen to her people and to take herself to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. (laughs) La, 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 la. It's rubbing everybody's faces into it. It's just... It's cringeworthy, a little bit. Yeah, it's just... It's a look that why... Do you need it? How does it help? Yeah, good point. You know... 
She could rent Disneyland and go some other time. I mean, is she that big of a Disneyland person? I don't know, and I don't care. I don't like this look on her. Yeah. And there now it's come back to bite her. A little bit. Absolutely. You know, because now people are talking about that again. Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, Ethan, her co-star from Wicked, who she has fallen for and is starting to resemble, according yeah. to Julia, I think they're starting to brother and sister, he has not settled his divorce. Nope. Well, and he has a five-month-old or a one-year-old or something. Right? Mm-hmm. Very young, very young, young yep. child, which has never looked good on by the public or a judge right. or anybody but your mother and father because they have to <laughs> That's true. support you, maybe your siblings. Yeah, well, yeah. let's uh, move over to a couple things that are posted to the Lori and Julia show page that you can check out. Cindy Crawford, she's been in the news a lot lately. She was in the documentary that you loved, Lori, yes. Supermodels, right? The Supermodels. The Supermodels. So good. She is covering Vanity Fair's fashion issue, and boy, does she look absolutely well, stunning. I mean, actually, they have like 30 models that are on the cover, ah, and then they're so doing profiles, one. but they devoted a fashion issue their November. Yeah. And it the... Models are having their moment because between the supermodels on Apple Plus, which I can't wait for you to watch it so we can discuss all of the great pop culture and fashion gossip. Oh, I know. I need need to watch it. I know I do. Oh, it was so good. Yes, yes. And another thing you can check out on the Lori and Julia show page is But she looks amazing. That is a cover. Wow. It really is. The the dress with the cups where they are, I hate to say it like that. It's a Versace dress. (laughs) It's a signature Versace. And Gianni Versace was crucial to the supermodels. Oh, yes, he was. Yes, he was. And John Varagos from Elite Modeling was big time for all these women. Yes, yes. But also posted to Lori and Julia show pages, all the celebrity looks from the fashion Paris Fashion Week in September, which there's a lot of good looks there. It just started Monday. It did? It just started Monday, yes. And thank goodness the heat is gone, Julia. People can wear their fall clothes. Can they? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be 80 degrees this weekend here. <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad yeah. you can play. Maybe you'll have me as a guest of play pickleball for an hour and a half without complaining. Maybe. He, look at Lori. Did you complaint. see what she had to promise? Yeah, without, without complaining. complaining. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Without complaining. Mm-hmm. But remember when I was playing with you before I was getting sick. I, I do know that. Right. Uh, things happen. <laughs> Mrs. Right. Astor showed up in her beekeeping hat to play with us. <laughs> it was funny. Everybody knows. Oh, everybody knows. Oh, it's me. It's me. It's me. Study of death. Study of death. This everybody makes me knows. So happy. You don't even have to. Do you have something? Oh, I have a really incredible study. Oh, I want to hear guys. that. Really incredible. I don't often brag about my studies. Okay, oh, I don't. Good for yeah, you. I know. Thank you, Grant. I don't. I don't. I know. I know. I know that the the apparent lack of work is glaringly obvious, okay? But this was published in a journal called Body Image. Oh. And the reason why the article caught my eye is because this is one of the largest studies done on this subject matter, a total of 56,968 people in 65 countries. Wow. Coordinated by 250 scientific, uh, you know, universities. Okay. To coordinate 
the 65 countries, the 57,000 people. So, and what the topic is, the topic is body image. Okay. And what they found out, it seems like a dull, but they found it. It seems like a duh or a dull duh. No, it seems like a duh. Okay. (laughs) But... The fact that that this fact they that it was so supported by uh, the research being comfortable in one's uh, own skin, you know, what's your body image? And a more the more positive body image you have, the better your association is with your own psychological well being. And how satisfied you are with life. Okay, if you're is, happy with how you look. This is such a study of duh. It's a study of duh, but it's never been studied okay, there you go. by this many people okay. and this many cultures. This was the consortium of scientists were surprised about it because every country did the same body appreciation scale. They were asked the same questions in a way that made sense in the context of, um, like, I appreciate the different and unique characteristics of my body. Okay. And I respect my body. There were like 10 things, but they were all done the same. Was it people in a certain age group? Like, I loved all my body ages, in the 20s, not all, in my 30s. Okay. All ages. Oh, all right. And what they found is that people in rural communities had better uh and you you gave things about what your height and weight yeah, was, yeah. but they had a great greater appreciation for their body and in col- rural communities. Yes. So not so much social pressure. Exactly, Maybe. people who live in the the sign that people live in urban air air areas may feel stronger pressure to conform to body ideals promoted by Western society. People in Rural areas also benefit. They're in nature. But it's one of the largest studies on body image ever carried out in collaborative research. And so they want to globally think about that psychological well-being is a a way, how you view yourself is a big part of how you feel good and move in the world. That it is a bigger impact and maybe... Doctors should ask about that. How do you feel about how you, you know what I mean? They're trying to use it to the good to try. Yes. Because psychological well-being is as important as uh, physical, but it's not as studied as much. So that's why there's much excitement about this, Joya. So I like this. Yeah. So, so instead of do you feel safe in your home? Do you feel safe in your body? Well, do you? I know that's you, over. I, yeah. I'm just over generalizing. Yeah. But I remember oh, when sense. they first asked that to my kid who was sitting with me, and we just looked at each other and burst yeah. out laughing. Yeah. But you can see why they would you ask. Appreciate it. what your body can do for yourself. How right. do you feel in your body? Right. You know. Um, Because some people might say, I feel scared or I feel this or I feel that, but it's just a way. But body appreciation is just accepting, holding favorable opinions toward your own body and not looking at your body with disdain or negativity. negativity Everything will be better. Look at my strong thighs. Everything will be better. Allow me to do this or do that and you know <laughs> whatever dance. it might be yeah dance yeah. but you have less depression if your body image is a big part of your well-being is what they found 100 so percent. it seems like a duh but they would scientists would like doctors to somehow incorporate yet this
being happy, you know, that that be something I like that's, that. mm-hmm. you know, talked about. Yeah. All right, this is a study of dub, but I guess we got to say it. Kids, please don't go to TikTok for your gynecological advice. Okay. Who's giving it now? Well, apparently there is a, this is a real. A TikTok gyno? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. This and is, the TikTok gyno. Uh, the TikTok Send gyno. Send pictures. Uh, <laughs> what is happening? I mean, is, what would a TikTok gyno do? That's cancer <laughs> misinformation oh, is happening Based because on. people are going to cancer they look to TikTok as a source a source of health related guidance and now that to me would never be the place I reach would go. Well, but you're also not 21 years old. Yes, or, and I'm yeah. For Re- some reason, I'm TikTok aversion. Yeah, researchers at the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center they know that young people and that there are you know young people cancers and there's also female you know th- anyway they're like let's get out there and see how much misinformation is out there they found on tiktok the cancer misinformation just gynecologically speaking 76 percent oh my wrong. god wow that's a lot. But that actually, you know what? That doesn't surprise me with TikTok because it's just this free form where anybody can do what they want with no regulation. Doesn't surprise me that there's a lot of misinformation doesn't. on there. So this that's was kind of a pu- published in Gynecologic Oncology because they were just like, we want everyone to just know that ovarian, endometrial, cervical cancers are much. There's a lot of misinformation and just false, fake stuff. And just how the medical community can like do this, but they are like, don't go to TikTok. Okay. So now they got to figure out, you know, how to get that message across. I'm just, you know, being the messenger today. Lori, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for yeah. being our TikTok well, messenger. Well, gynecological cancer doesn't belong on, on TikTok. TikTok. No. It, it belongs in your doctor's Nor office. Nor does it belong on, uh, don't go down a WebMD diagnosis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thing. Boy, oh boy. So I think maybe we know this is a study of Dub, but it's the first time that the published study has been put out, Jules. Okay. It was published in Sociology. It's been, I mean, it seems like forever and like that oh. and never that the 2020 happened, right? Oh, yeah. So we're getting a lot of these studies that yeah. they've done. The study of Dub that they found out is that during the lockdowns, Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, all the social did nothing to help anybody's mental health at all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Probably made it worse, but yeah. 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 Uh, minimal. It didn't really do anything, hmm. you know. And they scrutinized data. They looked at stuff uh, during the this and that, and they just uh, they found out, yeah, you know what? It was a lonely time and that's what more people have in common than not oh okay yeah everyone had that experience so in that way we all can kind of look at each other with more empathy and sympathy because we've all been through together 100 at the same time so it wasn't really like it was like oh you know facebook was my friend it got me through lockdown it was like whatever personal interactions you could have you know makes sense you know yeah that was a long time yeah that was a long yeah, it was, and, and we it's all, long, it's a common thing um, that um, multi, several generations have in common. 
like that. We thing. all went through that. I remember thinking, I can't believe I'm this old and I get to have my first real crisis. That's how it felt to me. Yeah. Like I, as a Jen Joneser, well, I Jones through everything. Experience the depression. They experienced my parents' wars. Yeah. I mean, my, my years parents are so Vietnam. Young. But that mine, was my parents. You know, yeah, our yeah. parents had some other crises. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't have anything. I really feel that way. We got it a lot. We got a lot. Yeah, that, but that was the first yeah. time at a, at a, at a so you know, yeah. like I got nothing to complain about. You but know. do please. I don't want to, but I mean, people I really should wear didn't. hard pants. Yeah, hard pants. We want them to try hard. Okay, we're gonna. Take That's a really break. all I'm pleading for quick. people to just try hard pants. We're gonna take a quick break. Go to Lululemon, men and women. Okay. When we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines. All right, we still have pickleball tickets available, people. I can't you... believe that stuff isn't sold out yet. What? People don't want to come and watch us go pong, 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 pong. <laughs> it's going to be funny. It's I be tried great. I think watching it's be funny. it. It will be because, people, you know, it's us and people know us and... We have, like, the most amazing people that listen <laughs> and all it will over be the fun. place. You know? And I say B- BYOB. What? I don't know if they serve I things. All right, that. so here I'm going to tell oh, you two yeah. things. I, I didn't say that, did yeah, I? Yeah, you did, but Okay. I don't know what you um, said. Here's just a couple things. Jocelyn Rose. Sound familiar? Did you talk about her yesterday? Our yeah. little 16-year-old who made three of the voice chairs turn around from her? No, who has I did not talk. Wow. Old soul. No. She ended up going, riveting. Her name is Jocelyn Rose. And she did a cover of Duncan Lawrence's Arcade. And I have no idea what that even means. I don't either. But she's from Lake Benton, Minnesota. And she is going with Gwen Stefani. She's on her team. Well, you know that. Tonight, Dancing with the Stars kicks off. That's right. At um, 7 o'clock on ABC, I believe. 8 o'clock Eastern Time. (laughs) No more, um, you know, what's her name? No, it's Julia. Julia, Julianne Julianne Huff. Huff. Julia, Anna Huff, and then Arnold, or what's his name? Roberto. Roberto. Yeah. Yes. I don't know his last name. Oh, he's either. from, he's from, uh, what he did, Will Smith's show. Yeah. Oh, we're, Fresh, we're, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. Prince. Alf, Alfonso. Yes. There you Alfonso. go. Alfonso. We're so. So Matt Walsh, I said, would be the first one kicked off, but I don't even know if he'll be dancing tonight, but the show is happening and, um, my mom is actually going to watch it again because it's on ABC. You can watch yeah, it. Yeah, your first pick again. is 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 Matt to go. Yeah, huh? to go if he's even dancing because he, you're right. He had that he issue. did this. Yeah. He he agreed that he was mm-hmm. working on a struck program because Dancing with the Star employs one WGA member. All right. Well, TBD. Well, all it'll be a chef surprise tonight when we turn in. But I have to tell Grant yeah. this because we talked about this last. Do you week. think Brittany danced with the knives to just send a warning to Jamie? Lynn? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> that was weird. I don't. I can't analyze. Like that would be. Yeah. I don't get. But I feel like that's some secret message to her sister. <laughs> I read something that she supports her. Yes, she did. She says she came point, out to support. I'm going to believe the knife dance. You know well, what I'm saying. Some people are saying that that was in relation to Shakira's knife dance from the Grammys, I believe that was. No, the other night. Oh, Shakira, she's amazing. Or the VMAs, yes. But Matt Walsh is returning to Dancing with the Smart. Thanks, Yes, Maybe he'll get some sympathy votes because he just literally came back to the ballroom today. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And now he has to dance live on TV. Can you imagine? Oh, it's going to be pressure. Oh, 
pressure. And the guy has to leave. Would you rather dance on TV or play pickleball on TV, Lori? Oh, Oh, I'd rather probably dance on TV, yeah, than play pickleball. Only because I... I crumble under athletic pressure because I've had so little experience with it. I've mostly watched it. <laughs> you know? This, I agree, Grant. This one, I couldn't stop laughing about when I saw it. And this is something you and I talked about last week. Okay. Um, how much money Carrie Underwood makes. Oh, yes. Per sh- uh, yes, I know. Per, yeah, per, per Sunday night football. Song. Every time her song plays, a million. she makes a million bucks. Yeah. So she... Last weekend, went to her very first Sunday night football game ever, and it was the uh, Las Vegas Raiders against the Pittsburgh Steelers, Yes, and um, she was in the production truck truck with um, Collinsworth and Mike Trico, mm-hmm. and so she had the full experience, and I think it's kind of funny. That is, because think of how many years, what were we saying, like 13? 2013. Yeah, wow. so she's been doing it for 10 years, and she's never even been to a no. Sunday night football game. And I just love how much hysterical. money, I love yeah. how much money she's making. Oh, and then, um, did you talk about Keith Richards yesterday? Uh, we did not, but I know he gave an an interview. He and, did. Uh, I would love to know anything. He ta- he's talking about the unique experience being clean. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's adapted to a clean lifestyle and feels blessed. His body keeps on going. He said, "I gave up cigarettes in 2019. That's a long time of smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cocaine in 2006. We're working backwards in his drug use." Yeah. <laughs> And heroin in 78. Oh, God. And you might uh, know he drinks this nuclear waste cocktail, which is a mixture of vodka and orange soda, but he's given that up, too. And he says he'll have alcohol every once in a while, but, you know, he says, I feel blessed physically, and we're just talking about our bodies, that this body keeps going. No kidding. So far, I have no real problem with getting old. There are some horrific things that you can see in the future, but you've got to get there. I'm getting along. I'm getting along with the idea of being 80 it. years old. I love I'm it. I'm still yeah, walking. Yeah, because he's 79. I'm he's still 79. talking. Yeah. I find aging fascinating. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of a yeah. yeah that a kind was, of good I think, thing. the birthday that really shocked my dad. When he turned 80. 80. Yeah, he's just like, 80 is turning a corner. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, and he was just like any year you get past eighty, they can be healthy is really wonderful, right? You know, how did how old was your dad when he passed eighty? What three? Eighty. He would have been eighty two. So oh. My dad yeah. was eighty three. Yeah. Mm. So, but anyway, you know, and it is, and and then for a while there, he was rushing eighty. You know, he was telling people he was going to be eighty. Sturgis was having like an anniversary, and he goes, "Look at me! I'm going to be eighty during the end of whatever anniversary it was of Sturgis." I'm like, "Dad, you're eighty. You're eighty next year, or whatever. You're aging forward. No, you're not. I'm trying to get on the cover of the Deadwood Journal. <laughs> the Deadwood I was already Journal. on the, the I know. Rapid City He's, Journal, right? It's still trying to catch up with us. He can't. Yeah. He can't. All right. Anyway. And then, as far as anything else." I know about. Uh, I, Andy has somebody good again in the clubhouse tonight. I don't know who it is, but it's on the old DVR. If anyone just grant, mm-hmm. I think you need to experience Bren. Okay. Well, oh, she was I loved Sunday her. night. Oh, well, yeah. We played her, sex, oh. her dating tip. But just the, her <laughs> yes, mannerisms, yeah. her everything about how she moves. I mean, she is practice this. Yes. But yeah, she's 36. She's I got to tell you, when you're 36, if you're not good at flirting and being um, uh, 
destructive in the best sexual way possible, <laughs> then what are you doing? You know, and she's like working it. You're at everything. I'm so I was saying, I Julia, I was in Sturgis when I was 36. I had, I knew you. I had so I much remember. fun. Going to Sturgis the year I turned 36 and had a motorcycle and was truly single. Grant, not oh. cheating <laughs> on a boyfriend or a husband, but truly well and truly right. single and owning my singleness. Yes. Oh, nice. I, I don't want I to tell you about Did all we the talk? Do you guys I know Morgan Wallen, Wallen's coming to U.S. Bank Stadium? No, I didn't no. know that. Oh, okay, June 20th. Wow. Um, and if you want special tickets and you're part of the fan club or something, do yeah. something about it soon. All right, he's expanding that he's, tour. He is. Wow. Um, and then that's all we got. That is all we got. Have a great night. Well, Dancing with the Stars date. Yeah. I know what I'm... I'm excited. I'm Are you excited? excited? All right. Let's I'm get excited. excited. We'll report back tomorrow, Yes, it. we will. We will be here. Have a good night. Job done. Off you go.